0: On this Feast of the Lord's Baptism, I think it's a good opportunity for us to recall our own baptisms. I know probably for about 98% of this congregation, if not more, that we don't actually remember the day of our baptism because we were brought to the font as an infant. There marked with the sign of the cross and then washed clean of original sin, through the waters of baptism. And so we don't remember the actual day of baptism, but I think it's good for us to remember our baptism, to remember who we are as baptized people. We might ask firstly, where was I baptized? It's a significant question, a place to know where are your roots, where were you baptized in the faith. For many people, it could have been in this church or in one of the area churches that have since closed, Three Dames or Mazer, or any other churches in the area. Maybe someone was baptized in a Protestant church because you later converted to Catholicism. And so where were you baptized as ca- Catholics, when a couple presents themselves for the sacrament of marriage, they need to know the answer to this question because they have to call the Church of Baptism and they have to send us a copy of the baptismal certificate to show that they haven't been ordained a priest, that they haven't been previously married, to show that they have been baptized. So maybe you know where you were baptized because you had to send that documentation. The church, I believe, thinks that the place of baptism is important. In fact, for example, in El Paso, Illinois, there's a church there, and lots of people go there because the famed archbishop of the 20th century, Fulton Sheen, was baptized in that church. So people who like Fulton Sheen, who want to remember him, go to that place in order to remember where he was claimed as a child of God. Travel all throughout Europe, France or Italy, wherever it is. And if you're in the town where a saint lived, I'm sure that you'll find the font of baptism because it's been preserved. In a sense, telling us how important it is where we were baptized. Maybe secondly, we could ask When was I baptized? Do you know the date of your baptism? For myself, I know that I was baptized in the early days of July. I don't actually recall the day, but I'm sure that in July, Facebook will remind me because someone once told me when my baptismal date was, and I made a remark a few years ago on Facebook, and so I'll know the day because of that. There are religious orders in the church, priests or monks or sisters, nuns, that they don't actually celebrate the day of their birth, but they celebrate the day of their baptism because they truly believe that that's the day of significance when they were reborn in the waters of, ba- in the waters of baptism, when they were claimed for Christ Jesus our Lord. We might also ask who baptized you? Maybe you know who the priest or the deacon, maybe it was a bishop or in the Protestant church, a minister in that faith community, or maybe even for a handful of people here today, they were baptized at the hospital. That maybe one of the nurses poured the waters of baptism because it was a situation of emergency, and so baptized in that way. I think it's good for us to pray in thanksgiving for whoever it is that baptized us whether that person is still in ministry or maybe they've died or maybe they are still working as a priest, serving God as, and his people, to pray for that person, to thank God for their ministry, that God called them to be stewards of these mysteries of the sacraments. Who were your godparents? If you know who your godparents are, it means that on the day of, their, of your baptism, When they said that they would assist the parents in raising the child in the faith, well, they carried it out. It was a success. Mission accomplished if you know who your godparents are. There are some people that don't know who their godparents are, and, well, that's too bad. It means that that person didn't really carry out the responsibilities that were asked of them. Maybe it's an opportunity for us to ask, am I a godparent? And if I am a godparent to someone, am I a good godparent? Am I involved in that child's faith? Do I send them a note? Do I pray for them? All the different ways that a godparent could be involved in the life of a child. This past year, one of the many baptisms that I had, I went to the party afterwards and one of the godparents gave a gift to the family. And it was a very moving gift when I heard about it. The godparent gave the family a gift saying that they would pay for the child's religious education for the next years from, you know, kindergarten all the way to confirmation. That godparent took seriously that responsibility and realized that that was one way that she could be involved in the faith upbringing of that child. If we don't remember the facts of our own baptism, we can maybe begin to look into it and come to know it, but I think it's also important not only for us to remember those facts, but to remember every day who we are, to remember every day that we're baptized people, to remember every day that we're children of our Heavenly Father, His beloved sons and daughters, and maybe it's good for us to remind ourselves of that reality. How might we do that? The one way that we might do it is through recalling those baptismal promises that maybe every so often, once a week, to think about those things that were promised on the day of our baptism, that we renewed on the day of our confirmation, that we renew every time during the Easter season the faith that we profess every Sunday. The first few questions, do you reject sin so as to live in the freedom of God's children? Do you reject the glamour of evil and refuse to be mastered by sin? Do you reject Satan, the father of sin and the prince of darkness? And so these questions that we respond, I do, well, they help us to remember that in our lives that we're constantly fighting sin, that we're battling against temptation to reject sin, to reject evil, to reject the prince of darkness. In our gospel today, the voice from heaven said of Jesus, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And so we hope that we can be the children of the father who he also delights in, who he is well pleased with. But maybe if we do not always reject sin or not always reject evil, well then through confession, through our prayer of repentance, That's how we again claim that dignity that God has bestowed upon us. It's also to remind ourselves of the creed that we believe. Do you believe in God the Father? Do you believe in God the Son who was born for you, who died for you, who rose from the dead for you? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, and so forth? Reminding ourselves of those creedal beliefs helps us to remember what we are, who we are and what we believe as baptized Christians. Maybe also to use holy water in your homes. Today, as you entered the church, you probably dipped your finger in one of the little fonts and you blessed yourself. That was a reminder of baptism. In the college seminary where I went to school in Missouri, it was run by Benedictine monks. And so the monks at each night at night prayer the abbot would bless each of the monks. They would come forward and receive a blessing with holy water, in a sense reminding them that they're baptized people and asking to be guarded against temptation and sin. The Lord's baptism is a good opportunity for us to remember our own baptism and to remember who we are and who God calls us to be.